0: Coming up on TMS, he's science disco ball Jesus. Red on air fraggle. The frog pants of Vegas.
1: I bet the dictionary of sarcasm is so useful.
0: Extra virgin arcade machine. Cinco del medical whip. Roach Ro- clip Ro- posers. First, let me take a selfie. The VJ's. You really have that hat? I promise I wasn't fixated on the nipples.
1: The plaza's soul face, and all other parts. He's averagely
0: tall. Unruly Scotsman with Amy. Tab management with Wendy and more on this episode episode of the morning stream
2: I don't see why you let that girl eat up so much of your time doesn't she have any life of her own
3: mom if you would just stop thinking of Vicki as a threat to my virginity you would live a lot longer
2: Dave don't talk to me like that
3: yes mom <laughs>
0: I drink to quiet the voices in my head this is the morning stream good morning everybody welcome back to tms it's the morning stream for thursday may 5th cinco de mayo 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 yeah, mayo. mayo right not mayo yeah
1: not mayo, no. It no. is mayo.
0: It's not the fifth of mayo. That's
1: Cinco <laughs> sin- sin- to, hel- sin- to Best Foods. Cinco <laughs> sin- to Hellman's.
0: Cinco to Hellman's. Well, it depends on what side of the country you're on, and we don't want to That's get right. in that fight. People are always fighting over that, who has the best Ooh. mayo. Yeah. Jeez. And, uh, and then there's Jerry who says no one should have mayo, because mayo's gross. <laughs> no mayo is a good mayo, according to Jerry. Yeah. Uh, it's good to have you all here. I hope you have a nice uh, the fifth of May, and uh, get all sorts of good food and all sorts of stuff like that. We're doing ta- yeah. I think we're doing tacos tonight. I'm not sure.
1: I would assume so. Yeah. Yeah. And- we're, we're going to be doing uh, right by the theater where we're seeing Doctor Strange and the Mayo of Madness. Oh, right. Uh, there's a Chewie's, which is an Austin staple, an Austin uh, Mexican food staple. We've got one. We've got a couple up here in Denver now. And oh, they have such good food. So
0: good. Is it Tex? It's probably going to
1: be busy as hell, though.
0: It's like Tex Mex style uh, yeah, yep, business. Yeah, yeah, Total Tex Mex. Okay. Uh, Boy, that yeah. sounds good right now. Jeez. Yeah.
1: Yeah, you guys had Chewies there too, right? Because I know... Oh, no, I guess Kim brought you back a, a Chewy's shirt when yes. she went to Austin or something.
0: Yes, I have a Chewy shirt from Austin, and I have uh, fond memories of that shirt, but no actual food tasting. Oh,
1: look at Catch Kim and her
0: sombrero. Look at this. She's, oh,
1: look at that.
0: Where'd you get that? Is that really a... We have that hat. We should throw it on the ground and dance around it. Okay. She agrees. <laughs> Got full agreement from the wife. Excellent. Anyway, uh, so happy that to everybody. Um, I thought we'd start <laughs> things off today with a little bit of uh, uh, an email. Okay? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please. One from Brent P. And okay. uh, I don't know if we have any of our... Oh, we do. TVT Gone is here, so this will be a, this is kind of a question for him. Uh, here's what he says. Hey, Scott and Brian. Did you guys take any pics while you were in Vegas? I've not seen anything. I want to relive the experience vicariously through you two brent p oh uh, well, i know there are lots of pictures being taken both um uh, at, at portions of it anyway were, were being shot by both tv Gun and um oh i lost the guy's name crap um, i want to give him credit yeah. uh name name his name
1: i even met him and i said oh you're the other photo guy
0: who's taking yeah. pictures
1: here and i can't remember his name i, oh.
0: I felt bad because I, well, beat... I mean
1: monkey bananas was was streaming the whole thing
0: yes we got video out of monkey bananas but somebody did like yeah. you know these two did like real you know pro photography yeah. men like, is who they like were like uh,
1: slr cameras pointed at us all the dang time
0: that's right except for when i beat that guy and i felt bad because he was also part of my um my no streak.
1: that was uh, that was cheesy
0: g. Sorry, no no no, not, not the you. not the final game. The uh, my my one of my first games was against that photo dude. <laughs>
1: I'm, ta- I'm talking about when cheesy g beat that
0: guy. Oh, not, beat uh, that guy. Oh we- oh. <laughs> yeah, did we so that all did but how did she doesn't have to go like return there and do any kind of testimony or no, anything. No. No. Okay. And
1: uh, here's here's the difference between the Plaza and every other hotel in Vegas. Go. Uh so I was talking with um, our contacts there and I said oh yeah you know, they said hey how did everything go and I said oh you know went when alright we had one little altercation where one of our guests got uh, um, assaulted or you know, yeah I guess assaulted touched inappropriately by another person at one of your bars but the bartenders helped her out and the police you know were on her side and everything she even gave them warnings said that that uh, hey if you touch me again I'm going to punch in the face and when they touched her again she punched him in the face yep. and uh, so i told them all this i mean i you know paraphrased it of course and said yeah so if there's any way that we can get the footage from the camera above the omaha bar from monday night uh we'd love to see it and you know maybe she'd want to keep it in case there's any any future issues with this person like any any sort of yeah pressing charges i can't imagine you know, Yeah, be she dumb I, I, enough
0: to do that. She probably wouldn't, neither would he. I mean, they're gonna. Right. Uh, obviously, he should. He's in trouble. So yeah, that's all so, happening. But I don't want her to have to deal with it more. You know.
1: They replied back to me and said, "Oh, usually they scrub those after like seven or eight days, but I'll, I'll see what I can do. Let me see if I can find it." And I'm thinking, my God, if I were to ask the Bellagio for something like that, they would tell me to go f off. Oh yeah, like, they wouldn't <laughs> even.
0: They wouldn't even answer you. You wouldn't even get to ask the even question. Have, yeah. They'd like go. <laughs> they <laughs> are not giving well, you any security footage. Forget yeah, but, it. Uh, yeah,
1: but the Plaza, man. That's that's what we. That's why we love the Plaza. They are,
0: they're pretty they're, great. Pretty down. They to are earth. the
1: frog pants of Vegas. Really, I mean, yeah.
0: <laughs> they kind of are. It's nice because uh, you, you're right. Usually dealing with these places, they're just monolithic and, and impenetrable. Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. Fa- soulless, know? faceless organizations. But the Plaza has a soul and a face. And, yeah. uh yeah.
0: we love that soul and that face. Yeah, we love the face. The soul and really all the other parts are nice as well. (laughs) Um, Anyway, so,
1: so back to Brent P's question. Well, if you're in the discord, Brent, then boy, oh boy, have we got a a channel for you inside the discord. There is a, uh, it's now called other meetups or frog pants meetups.
0: Oh yeah, she, uh, Jeannie's been doing a great job, sort of culling these uh, these groups into where they should be after they're done. It's it's great. She's doing a good,
1: great job, job or like a really heavy handed
0: job. I'm trying to decide. No, you don't like, like the you don't no, like the I'm heavy kidding. lifting. I'm kidding, guy. Jeannie. I,
1: I totally am kidding. I really like it. Um, yeah, no, these things need, like, you got to call the. We don't need the, here's what we're all doing Monday. Oh, chat in here if you need to remember where we're at. Yeah. Um, but we do still have the TMS Vegas Photos channel. That that channel's not going away. TMS Vegas Chat's not going away. But the TMS uh, Vegas Photos is, well, now there's a bunch of chat in there. Come on, move it to the other channel. But there's a ton <laughs> of photos in there from the event. Um, there's, there's a picture of me somehow force choking Red Fraggle. I don't know how I did that. Just like, you know, did the Darth Vader business on mm-hmm, her, but she's mm-hmm. far away. Sure. Um, you got uh, people getting uh, tattoos, uh, absinthe, lots of stuff from Area 15. Look at all this great stuff. Yeah. Stuff from the uh, karaoke night. Mm-hmm. I think that's Shave Maddox up there on stage rocking it. Yeah, uh, that's who that is. Night. What is
0: he? Oh, wow. he Look at him up there commanding the Yeah, crowd. I've been,
1: I've been uh, zooming in on these photos to actually look at the tv behind him and see if i can figure out what he's singing cuz uh little girl something in the middle oh he must be doing uh it takes some time um the middle by jimmy world Jim, is jimmy what he's doing jimmy
0: world yes that is the song yeah. There you yeah, go. i think that's
1: what he's doing just from just from those three lyrics hey everybody check out schlyric.com s-h-s-h-o-y-r-i-c <laughs> if you want to play lyric games like i
0: just did yeah he's he's um interesting because he's super fun to be around like totally cool guy right but yeah, he's yeah. kind of kind of quiet and unassuming yeah and but also has got that I don't know how to describe this. There's something about his demeanor that makes me smile and laugh for no reason. He doesn't have to say anything.
4: Yeah, yeah. But
0: there's something about his chill state. where You know, I have a resting bitch face. I look terrible, and I'm just like... If I'm just looking at my phone, people think I'm pissed. It's just how yeah, I look. I right, can't right, help right. it. There's no yeah. around it. You're pretty neutral looking. My sister looks like she's trying to help everybody. Everybody's got oh, a thing. Shave Maddox, just a... Just a it's just a delight to see sitting there. Something yeah. about him. Yeah, exactly. Don't know what it is. It's really weird. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, <clears throat> well, uh, uh, so there you have it. Uh, the, we want to see your photos, I guess, is the point. Brent's asking, and uh, we'll we'll see those soon and spread those far and wide. Um, there's a really For good sure. red fraggle one of me and you outside of the high roller. I think that's where this is.
1: Oh, really? I've oh, been no, no, no. I'm I've sorry.
0: I'm sorry. It's out in uh, – it was day one. It was out in front of the – Oh, it so uh, the at pool, the pool party. The pool, thing. and you're like – yeah. whispering something to me and I've got yeah. like a little yeah. card so people should caption this and
1: I know yeah that's a really good idea oh my god caption contest yeah Ooh, what, what is- can we give away I have um, I could do a swag pack of uh, ANTB Coverville and uh, soundography swag
0: yep and I'll throw in um, some uh, some stickers and magnets and stuff we'll, we'll cool. make a combo packs ship two different things to the same person cool make their day happy so so here you know what we'll start the contest here so you've all heard it you've seen the image yes uh red frag i'll give them a permalink somewhere so they can just get to it and then um i'll put this up on twitter after the show oh good and push it there for everybody who can't be here live and then we'll give away the prize uh we'll give it away monday for this caption contest okay yeah it works for me look at this random like give you the weekend yep Yeah, yeah give you the weekend you guys need the weekend
1: well done, Brent. Yeah. You uh, you 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 somehow goaded us into doing a caption contest.
0: There it is. Um, All right. Uh, let's see. Yeah,
1: Tom is pretty tall. Retlaw. Retlaw's yeah, asking a, he, if uh,
0: he's averagely tall. I'd say sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. He's not a short short guy by any stretch. Put me next to Bobby, and then you'll think we've done something terrible. I mean, like, Bobby's a little tiny person compared to me. If we look. Like, I look like his dad. He's
1: sparkly. He's he's uh, he's science disco ball Jesus. Man. Yeah, he's, I feel like yeah. he is
0: science disco ball Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> uh, why don't you change your name, Bobby? That should be it from now on. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, enough inside baseball. Let's get to uh, a segment. Do you like reading, Brian? How do you feel about yes, reading? Yes,
1: I like I like reading. I like
0: books. Yeah. I like
1: listening to books, and I like looking at books. I have books. I have books around me.
0: Are you uh, currently reading anything uh, of note? I, know you've been busy uh, I am not. I'm
1: about to start.
0: Yeah, yeah. Hold on, hold on. No, it's a good, yeah, you're reaching for yeah. it, grabbing it, got it. Oh, here we go.
1: Because there was two I wanted to show you. There's uh this is the one I'm about to start, J.L. Civvy, And it's a book called L Extreme, based on the songs of Benji Hughes. This is a, um, an original novel. Yeah. Uh, that, uh. Jacob Lissivita, who is a, a TMS and Coverville listener, wrote. Oh, that's it's cool. A second book. Timely Persuasion is the first one, and that's the one I'm doing um, books on tape. I'm doing an audiobook uh, a form of.
0: Oh, you're doing one. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: I'm doing one. And then there's um, this one, The Official dic- Dictionary of Sarcasm. Oh, sweet. Which is probably the most useful book I've ever seen in my damn
0: life. I this imagine so. Day. This is going to help the show, too. This is content. It's
1: going to help the show because it's sarcasm. Like, give me, tell me tell me a topic and I'll tell you a sarcastic thing about it. Baby. All right. Any topic
0: um, here, here you go. Uh, um, uh, areola size.
1: Oh, jeez, Louise. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that popped into my
0: head. Why is that the first thing? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I feel bad right. now. <laughs> I promise I wasn't fixated on nipples or anything. It just came out.
1: Are you looking at a tractor? Are you on a tractor website? I'm on a tractor website,
0: and something just came up. Now I'm there again. I can't stop myself. Uh, Let's see here. I'm going to play this way. Uh, I've got... uh, I'm going to play this way you look. Okay. While Brian looks up his sarcastic reply, uh, welcome Amy to the program. Hi, Amy. I'm certainly not going to say this sarcastic reply now. No, yeah, of course not.
5: <laughs> well, I have one for you, sir. Oh. It's, it's almost as though I suggested there be a caption contest for that photo. Oh, you did? When, oh, did you really? Yes. Oh, I missed it.
0: <laughs> Where did you do With this? The-
5: Red on air, Fraggle. I mean, really? Come on.
0: <laughs> did you really do this? I, I missed this. Was it in the thread? I, did you do it in the. You did it did, in the uh, TMS in photos. channel? Yeah, crap. photos. Crap. Oh, I'm sorry. That's my bed Okay, it
5: that's was just right. funny. I was like, oh, that's what. And Claire even caught it. He was. Uh, you know, Claire was like, oh, as, if only someone had suggested that. Red. Yeah, <laughs> I Cla- was like, Claire's oh, on. Exactly. She's on.
0: She's on some kind of high alert. That girl. I don't know oh, what see. her deal is. <laughs> Uh, well, it's good to have you here, Brian. What do you have a, a retort? Uh, a sarcastic retort? Uh,
1: no. On, well, I'm not going to do one for for breasts. Okay. Plus, this one that they have in here really isn't that funny. Actually, oh. all right. It's, it's um. How about uh, how about a sarcastic retort? I'm just going to do. I'm going to randomly pick a page here. Right. Here's a sarcastic retort. Go. Uh, oh, photographs. You know, we're talking about photos, right? Sure. Uh oh my god. I've got to get the reading glasses. It's, it's light peach type on water, on, on white uh, paper. Here we oh, go. Oh, they're just trying Photograph, to get Photograph. Yeah. An irrefutable, I'm sorry, irrefutable visual record of the fact that between the ages of 11 and 15, you looked like a total dork.
0: Oh, wow. Sarcasm yeah. just dripping wow. out of that report. Oh, zing. Whoa. Put that yeah, book that in a safe place thing. between now and the next time you read it. Good Lord. Dangerous business. Uh, let's see. Hold
1: on. Hold on. Uh, perverted, a word used to indignantly describe an ab- abhorrent sexual practice that you might like to try. <laughs> <laughs> that was that one's better. That like one's that. all right.
0: Yeah, that one's all right. I can feel the the true sarcasm. I've arches.
5: actually read Timely Persuasion, Brian. Like, oh, have you um, really? Well, yeah. I don't. You probably don't remember this, but I actually won it from you as oh. like a coverable contest years ago. Oh, a long okay. Time. Weird. Long, long time ago. But yeah, um, and I enjoyed it. It's good. It's it uh, it's an interesting take on time travel and time travel. And, yeah. and pop culture references and things. It's interesting.
0: Nice, it totally is. Nice, nice. By the way, I ended up with that. So Amy gave me the the uh, Doogie Hauser game, <laughs> the the single person sit down and play oh, thing that you oh, sent her. One. Yeah, that the Doogie one. Doogie Hauser game. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I have I have that to do. So we've we've now it's gone from uh, Denver to to Georgia to Salt Lake City. Where it'll go next? Who even knows? Yes, knows. exactly. I was thinking Tom Merritt might like something like that. So maybe we'll do that. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that would be fun. He'd probably like that.
5: You should make some content out of it, though, Scott, because like watching you try to figure out things as as we know oh, gosh. is really yes. fun.
0: I will have so, my wife film the entire ordeal. How about that? <laughs> you
1: should. You absolutely should. By the way, desk, something on the top of which you have always wanted to have fierce animalistic sex with your coworker, but somehow only ever managed to use for data entry in the occasional power stapling job. Wow. Wow. The sarcasm. Yes. You just, yeah, that's sarcasm right there. Yeah. It does, doesn't feel like sarcasm. It more feels
0: like... Uh, it's like a the tasteless jokes for 2022 or something. Kind of. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Remember those books? Those were must-haves when we were in junior high and high school. You had to oh have God, the I truly had, tasteless had those, jokes.
1: All those thin books in, in uh, a variety of colors. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what
0: a weird it's thing. It's as
5: though he wished he had invented Urban Dictionary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <You know? laughs> right? Yeah, exactly.
0: Kind of do. Um, all right, Amy, we've uh, got you here, of course, for Read This, our segment about uh, books and uh, cool books people should be checking out, especially... Books that uh, fit our community. <laughs> Brian found something good in there. I found a good one. I'm gonna bookmark that <laughs> All one. right, bookmark that for later. Yeah. Uh, Amy, do you want me to play this clip ahead of time? Do you have any kind of setup for it? What do you, how do you yeah.
5: want to it? Yeah, well, yeah, you can go ahead and play this clip. I will just say today we're going back to Discworld because I love it there. Oh, my
0: cool. gosh. All right, so this is about that's uh, about two-minute clip, everybody, so sit tight and enjoy.
2: Another and larger part of Tiffany's brain was thinking of the word susurrus. It was a word that not many people have thought about, ever. As her fingers rubbed the trout under its chin, she rolled the word round and round in her head. Susurus. According to her grandmother's dictionary, it meant a low, soft sound, as of whispering or muttering. Tiffany liked the taste of the word. It made her think of mysterious people in long cloaks, whispering important secrets behind a door. Susurus. She'd read the dictionary all the way through. No one told her you weren't supposed to. Something else was in the water, only a few inches from her face. It was a round basket, no bigger than half a coconut shell, coated with something to block up the holes and make it float. A little man, only six inches high, was standing up in it, He had a mass of untidy red hair, into which a few feathers, beads, and bits of cloth had been woven. He had a red beard, which was pretty much as bad as the hair. The rest of him, that wasn't covered with blue tattoos, was covered with a tiny kilt and he was waving a fist at her and shouting, Crivens, gang away out here, you daft wee hinny! Where's the green heed? With that, he pulled at a piece of string that was hanging over the side of his boat, and a second red-headed man surfaced, gulping air. Night time for fishing, said the first man, hauling him aboard. The green heed's coming! Crivens, said the swimmer. Let's off And with that, he grabbed one very small oar, and with rapid back-and-forth movements, made the basket speed away. Excuse me, Tiffany shouted. Are you fairies? But there was no answer. The little round boat had disappeared in the reeds. Probably not, Tiffany decided. Then, to her dark delight, there was a susurrus.
0: Ooh. Ooh, a susurrus. Susurrus. Ooh. That girl reminded me of you with an accent, Amy.
5: Oh, it's almost like that's exactly what it was.
0: (laughs) Oh, my Um. hell. Is that really you? That was totally you.
5: Yes, that was me. I Um... Oh, really? I, there there is an audiobook version of this book but um eh. I mean Weird. I'm sure
0: that I really sure I had no freaking fine. idea that that was actually you. I mean I really <laughs> I thought oh well there's a passing resemblance to the tenor of this person's voice or something. Yeah. That's really amazing. Oh, well, yeah, that's that's fantastic. Really no, yeah. yeah,
5: that was that was me. I um I you know okay so the the name of the book is The Wee Freeman. The the name of the series is the Tiffany Aching series and I absolutely. Scott, if you want to put up the the little picture I sent you with the little Discworld map, this would be a good time for that. Um, But yeah, like there's a whole series. that's just about this girl named Tiffany Aching and she is the main character. So it kind of just bugged me that the narrator on Audible was a man. And oh. so I decided I was like, eh. and plus, I just to be honest, I just kind of wanted to read all the silly voices myself.
0: <laughs> so That's impressive. I just thought it though. would be fun. You so just, I recorded yeah. it myself. You're the first person um. I've ever met who made their own audiobook from a book. That's I, I'm sure someone <laughs> else has to, done this. But.
5: Interestingly, I used to do that all the time. I used to do that for my kids. Um, you know, my kids always wanted me to read out loud to them, you know, before they became Hideous teenagers and yeah. now have no time to hang out with me, but uh, right. <laughs> yeah, they used to always want me to do the voices for everything and 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 Aww. read all stuff out loud to them. And so some of them, I actually did. I I recorded a few of them and gave them to my my cousins for their kids and stuff like that. That's so, great. I love that. Yeah,
0: cool thing. So um uh d- um oh, man, I'm kind of I'm still a little bit blown away by that, and I'm having a hard time forming questions. So when you um uh. <laughs> 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 you do the entire take book. That
5: as a compliment. It yeah. is a compliment. No, no, a I did. I did this section for the show
0: oh so you did this like this is fresh answer, this but. is right off the, the printer then out of your yeah. f- voice printer okay awesome that's yeah, amazing
5: yeah. and it's actually I, I i edited it down so that it would be under two minutes because there's actually a little bit more to it and i was like okay you don't we don't really need that part and that's why i sent you the message was like is it okay if it's two minutes because i usually try and limit it to one minute but sure
0: so yeah um this chart you sent me is interesting because it's basically a, a well, it's literally what it says: the Discworld Reading Order Guide 3.0, mm. um, and it shows not. I guess it's an order to read them, but also it breaks them down into their chunks. And this this is curious to me. Like I didn't know there was some. Like there's a whole section here that says Industrial Revolution. I didn't know that was a part of his. I, I had no idea. There's the Death novels, the Watch novels, ancient civilizations, witches novels, like. Mm-hmm. I guess the whole point of Discworld is that it is kind of all over the place, but I didn't realize how all over the place it is.
5: Oh, yeah. I mean, if you, and the reason that that exists is because uh, Terry Pratchett was sort of all over the place with the way he wrote them. And so he would bounce from the Watch over to Witches and whatnot. Like it, he, it didn't, it didn't matter. So if you try and follow Discworld just in the order that they came out. Mm hmm. Um, You won't be lost or anything. I mean, it's all it's all very self-referential and and you'll get it. But if you want to have a a sort of linear this leads to this leads to this leads to this experience, then that that reading guide is is a really good way way to to go. Yeah. yeah and or, or if you just particularly like certain characters like i love I love Tiffany Aching, that's my absolute favorite, and I also love uh, the time monks. and again, the way he released the books, they're sort of all over the place, and you could see how some of them link to some some large Uh, lines link to other lines in in tangential ways so if you just want to read everything that contains death or everything that can as a character you know everything that contains the time monks you can follow this little chart and go okay there's a reference to them there and there's a, a a thing here and you know but if you don't particularly like the guards books you can just avoid them. I don't see how you wouldn't like the guards books. Cause I love them. But so it's probably I'm save that for another time.
0: It's probably a lot. Well, I mean, obviously you've, you have your favorite little thread there. <clears throat> I'm sure everybody mm-hmm. does. And that's why a chart like this exists, right? For him. Like, it right. feels like exactly. required Terry Pratchett breakdown, uh, data so that you kind of know where you want to spend your time.
5: Right. Um, exactly. Because it's, it is, it's very, he, he did a wonderful job of building a world and it is sprawling and all over the place. So if if you have a particular thing that you want to you want to stay in in this little part of Discworld, then you can do that.
0: That's pretty awesome. Uh very cool. And where can people find this link other than our show, obviously, cuz I they can they're hearing me talk about it and seeing it on stream, but where is this like a thing anyone can just get somewhere? Like a-
5: Oh yeah. Um I just I just searched for it on Google. I searched for Terry Pratchett reading order or Discworld reading order. Mhm. And, uh, and that that's the Google search that comes up.
0: That's awesome. All right. Uh, do that everybody. I keep, look, you've been, you've talked about Terry Pratchett a few times on here and I still don't know where I want to insert myself. Like, I've I know. Never read I was any of actually
5: going to say, yeah. like, Brian has Parasite and Loki to bug you about. I'm going to start bugging you about this world.
0: <laughs> oh, great. Great. It's, that's all I need. Um,
1: Do not try to consume all three simultaneously. Your mind no. will explode.
0: Well, now that Moon Knight's <laughs> oh, over. The
5: dreams, the dream segments we would get out of him, Brian. Like, think oh, about geez. the, the yeah. massive, weird dreams we would get if he were reading, you know, Hogfather at the same time as <laughs> as watching Loki. It would be fantastic. Oh my
0: gosh. I already have amazing. weird dreams. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think this, uh, I don't know. Every time you do talk about it, I get tempted to start one. So, And I'm right now kind of not in a book. So uh, You're between books. books right I'm between now. books. I really, really love that Stormlight Archive book one thing from uh, Brandon Sanderson. I loved it. And I'm tempted oh. to just keep moving, but maybe I'll wait for his Oh There we go.
5: AV Tech John found the the link to the, Discworld oh, the there you go. Use that. Guide. Oh, well, yep. we can always count on AV tech. Genre. No,
0: it's just his job. He literally, this is his purpose for existing is to find cool oh, things cool. online. Yeah. That's his job.
5: We even get to talk about the actual books.
0: Oh yeah. the bo- Yeah. blathering
5: was... on about Terry Pratchett. So Tiffany aching yeah. is a, it's, she starts out as a nine year old girl who lives on what in Discworld is called the chalk, which is essentially an analog for, you know, the, the outskirts of Scotland. Yeah. And, um, she wants to be a witch and ultimately is a natural witch. And she meets up with these little blue men who are called Pictsies or Knack And <laughs> they they believe that they are dead and that this is their heaven. And thus they get to run around and butt things with their heads and drink all they want. And and basically they're like, you know, unruly Scotsmen.
0: That's awesome. Uh-oh.
5: Yeah. Um, So, yeah, so it, it's, uh it's, it's a little, she's got five books where she goes on different adventures and it's a, it's a great, it's a great book for, again, it's sort of staying in my little thing I mentioned last time about loving YA novels. Um, it's very appropriate for, you know, young readers. Mm. Um, and Tiffany sort of grows up with the books. So by the, By the fifth book in the series, which, as an interesting footnote, uh, The Shepherd's Crown was the last novel that Sir Terry Pratchett wrote. So
0: so. this character, do we ever see her in any kind of adaptations, movies, TV stuff, or any of that that ever happened?
5: Not yet. I I keep hearing mutterings about it on things like – yeah, I'm on – a Facebook group for people who love Discworld. And I keep hearing people muttering about it, but nothing has come to fruition just yet. They tried to make a, a TV series that was loosely based on the guards, but it made them... It didn't put them in Discworld. It put them in sort of a modern setting. Oh, boo. And it didn't... Yeah, it didn't go over very well. Um, I never actually saw it. There was so much backlash about it. I don't, I don't know if they just... You know, chucked it or what? Sorry, yeah. <laughs> I my my husband hates when I use that as an as an expression chuck. for for throwing things oh, away. His He's name like, you is mean chuck, you chuck, throw yeah. it away, right?
0: You chucked it oh. in the bin. Yeah. Would he <laughs> prefer you yeah. would, would he prefer that I charlesed it away? No, he probably wouldn't. <laughs> Nobody wants to charles their their leftover <laughs> oh, apple core or whatever. You know, right. they right. want to chuck it. Uh, No, I understand why you feel that way. Um, All right. Well, definitely uh, do check all of this out. And uh, as usual, uh, Amy's full of great recommendations inside and outside of the show. Amy, tell people where they can uh, track you down and hear more of your cool stuff.
5: Yeah. So I'm doing stuff on TikTok again. So Red Fraggle 3. Um, I'm kind of trying to very intermittently... Be on Twitter, but I just kind of pop in there, say something funny, and then pop back out because yeah. mm-hmm. it's bad for my mental health it's to be a good on way Twitter to do right it.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um.
5: So yeah, you can follow the hashtag Chuck says weird stuff if you want to see just wildly inappropriate things that my husband says. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so they're always fun and entertaining. Also, uh, for anyone in the southeast or who is willing to travel to the southeast, we are trying to put together a fall tadpool meetup in the southeast. We're thinking like Asheville. Uh so there is currently in the other meetups Discord, there's currently a, a survey posted there. Ooh, so very
0: nice. Feel cool. free
5: to feel free to weigh in on that. And um I think Chuck and September and I are trying to
2: Trying to put that together. Oh, I
0: didn't so. know might September. Get, that's when
1: you could possibly get Brian Denaway to go to because uh, it's close. It's in his backyard. Yeah, basically. he might
0: even drive there. That's my hope. Yeah, that'd be amazing. That's
5: my hope is that we get Dunaway. There's and a and lot body.
0: of. I know we have a ton of listeners in the um, in that area, specifically in Georgia. I think you'd probably have a pretty good turnout if we get the word out. So uh, go check that out if you haven't been to the Discord yet. You can get in there easily and for free and without any kind of code or anything. If you just go to frogpants.com/contact or TMS, any of the slash forwards has has all that info. So join up today if you have not already. Plus, it's a good community. Nice people in there. Join the it do-gooders lovely. group. Yeah, go do some good too. You can do that. There's food. There's music. You can promote cool stuff you're doing. We let you do it all there, except show naked pictures of yourself. That's the only thing that's off limits. Brian, back for if you want to go see
5: my 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 uh, my frogs that I made for everybody, um, not everybody, but. Lots of people. Mm-hmm. Um, the, there's pictures of those posted yep. in the, the Discord as well.
0: Yeah. And if you want Brian Naked, he has an OnlyFans page. It's fine. You go that's there. Right. No,
1: that's a separate That's a separate Discord channel. I'm looking at right now. It's right under TMS Vegas Photos. Oh, it's,
0: I didn't realize. I thought we'd move this TMS off-site. After Dark Photos, I think uh, is what it's called. Excellent. Yeah. Well, once again, Discord wins. All right. Uh, Amy, it's always good to have you here. Have a fantastic rest of your week. And we'll see you next Thursday.
3: <laughs> Bye. 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 I can't hang up on her
0: that's a good question there she goes all righty that was good uh let's see we have time for some news here this morning Uh, yeah we missed reporting our news yesterday and i feel like we've journalistically let down the people so now's (laughs) now's the time to 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 re-up our journalistic efforts by playing this good morning good morning everybody in the news this morning good morning it's the news and it's brought to you by do you like
1: a comprehensive video game focused podcast? Then listen to Core. Brand new episode tonight. Search for Core on all the podcast apps or get it now at frogpants.com/core.
0: Yeah, you want to hear what uh what dirt we want to say about the the uh, Clash Royale rip-off Blizzard's Earth, making? Uh, <laughs> you want to hear about that uh tonight. Yeah. Uh you want to also hear about uh, uh Square Enix selling off all of its western studios and uh IPs such as Tomb Raider and and uh, others I can't think of at the moment. Uh, why that's happening? Why they're focusing entirely on their Japanese development? Well, we'll have a lot to say about that as well. So check it out tonight. Uh, it'll be live at five PM Mountain if you want to watch live. That's when we do it. Okay. Yes, with noted mobile <laughs> mobile games super fan John Jagger. <again>. In fact, we did a we did a live watch along. I put the audio up on the feed, and um, I know you heard part of it, Brian. But man, mm-hmm. he he really really dislikes mobile gaming. Really yeah. doesn't
1: like it. So does uh, Stephanie in our chat room, in our occasional chat room. I, she said, uh, "Yeah, I'm with John. I don't like mobile gaming." And I say, "What do you do when you're waiting in line somewhere and it's a long line? And you have to sit there." She's like, "Oh, I look around and I talk to people around me." And I said, "Well, you know, you're you're probably saving humanity from turning into a bunch of bent neck."
0: Uh, anti-social introverts. Yeah, you're probably right. She's probably going the right the right direction. But for me and Brian, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna put some words in it. I gotta, and
1: exactly yeah put some letters into squares for points. That's right. Or I gotta jump over chasms and and. Uh,
0: <laughs> yep, I gotta push some merge. JPEGs around. You know, you gotta get right. it done.
1: Right, merge some pixels together to to get points.
0: Yeah, yeah. gotta watch those numbers go up. Uh, All right. Let's get to this story here. Yeah. Uh, Our first story of the day. Speaking of Vegas. Yeah, this is very Vegas focused. Uh, Actually, our first two stories are to Mm -hmm. save water amid a mega drought. Las Vegas has outlawed grass. Grass. (laughs)
1: outlawed grass yeah they first they allow grass yeah and now they're now they're outlawing grass yeah and
0: for the all you 420 heads they don't mean that grass okay they're just talking about that grass
1: is still just fine oh what if you grow pot plants in your front yard is that okay because it kind of feels like it
0: oh that's a great question
1: it it, uh solves both issues
0: i kind of want to see somebody's lawn made of nothing but cannabis grass i kind of want (laughs) to see what that looks like because would that even work because i grow tall right they don't grow yeah. short. So you'd have to, you basically right. get knee high lawn. And then right. you could go out whenever you wanted, pick yourself off a bud or two, is my understanding. And then you take them inside and then you do whatever you do. And then you roll those into some sort of doobie, right? A With doobie. Leaves, you dry
1: out the leaves.
0: Scott. Yeah. Yeah. But then it's in doobie form.
1: That's right. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Yes. And it's then you might.
0: Yeah. If I remember anything from high school, you have a roach clip of some sort. <laughs> Do you remember that? Remember roach clips? Totally remember roach clips. Yeah, absolutely. We had kids I knew in high school who never smoked an ounce of weed in their lives, but still had roach clips on their hats and clothes and backpacks. It was just
1: stuff. like a way of saying, hey, I'm cool. If you need a roach clip, I got you. I'm not partaking, but I got you if you need one. Such
0: 80s counterculture BS. I'm so dumb. Anyway, uh, so here's what they're doing uh, for Southern Nevada dwellers. Uh, dwelling is almost 2.5 million folks. There's a lot of people there, and visited by upwards of 40 million vacationers uh, every year. The issue is especially acute. The area is determined by Lake Mead, uh, the close or sorry, the close by reservoir behind Hoover Dam in Colorado, for 90 percent of its ingested water. So all that water you're drinking while we're in Vegas, it's coming out of. Well, not in my case. I took a I took a case of Costco water in our car. Did you really? <laughs> yeah. <ride it? laughs> so we drank that a lot. So I I, I Smart, probably had yeah. some. I guess at the restaurants and things I had some water there. But
1: gotta stay hydrated. Yeah. Uh, uh,
0: the lake has been shrinking since 2000 and is now so low. Uh, the unique water consumption was overall. Uh, sorry, was uncovered final week. What does that mean?
1: Was, this is so poorly written. It's really this, weird this the way it's written. Yeah. Yeah. So
0: now the unique water consumption was. Uncovered final week. It's not just me, right? It's that's uncovered broken. Final week. No, no, that's
1: broken. All right. It's so now there... so low? The unique water consumption was uncovered. Final week. <laughs>
0: that makes no sense.
1: <laughs> you know, I wonder if it was. Uh, well, what is it? Global online money. <laughs> it's not even money. They like misspelled the word. What is it? Global online online money. I don't know what. Oh, the, what is this uh, website?
0: Line money. Lo- Global Linemony. Global on uh, Linamony. <laughs> this is Eft Global Online Money is the name of the of the site. If you go to the site and it says up in the oh, header, it is.
1: but it's spelled but they spell it M O N
0: Y. Yeah on the on the URL. <laughs> Boy, this is a trustworthy source. You, oh,
1: yeah. that's awesome.
0: Well, at least Nobody they got it. Gotta...
1: Notice. Let's just. Put... <laughs> We I mean, bought it, the damn URL. Nobody will notice. Uh, hopefully, they don't. Uh,
0: I do, love the do. idea that somebody um, accidentally left the e off when they search oh, for it. Good lord! I've yeah. done that before. I bought a domain and went, "Oh shit!"
1: and and had a typo in the name. Yeah. Oh,
0: or I searched for one with a typo and it said it was already taken, and I was like, "Ah, oh, dang it!" So then I went and found an alternative, but really the one with the correct spelling wasn't taken. Was
1: was available? That's which great. was is
0: that that happened with Fred and cans? That's why I had. So I went to go find fred com, Yeah. And a, and it said oh sorry taken. And I went oh well that's lame. How is that even possible? So then I went to do anything else and I found fred can or fred and can comic online or something and that's what I ended uh-huh. up using. And then later just for fun I went and searched it again and went wait it's here. I could have had it. What what happened? And so I don't know what I did but I put some letter in there that made it something else and yeah. it was taken and I was so pissed at myself. It's all good now. It's all forwarding back to where it needs to go but It was annoying. It was 15 bucks I didn't need to spend either. Anyway.
1: Yeah, Terry Z in Chicago does point out, we did just give away an award a week ago uh, that had a a typo
0: of our own show's name. Oh, yeah. But but think of it this way. Like, we knew... Okay, so when Brian pointed that out, could we have fixed it, redone it, whatever? Yes. Easily. But but Brian, A, Brian had already done most of the work on the front panel. Mm-hmm. When we realized it. And second mm-hmm. so having him redo that's a pain. It's a lot to get ready for Vegas. He already had his plate full. So yeah. that was my main motivation. Is like, we're not gonna make Brian redo a thing that I effed up with the spelling. But also, it's more fun than it's misspelled. It it
1: it was very it was a very short trip to you know what, this is way more fun than it's a typo. Yeah. Way more fun.
0: Yeah, it didn't take much for us to agree. That <laughs> it's more fun. More fun than a typo. And less work, it works out. Uh anyway. I think ended a monkey bananas ended up with that thing finally cuz again his brother has no idea who we are and no Connection, because when Monkey Boy, Mike bananas- was
1: Mike was carrying that thing around at the uh, at the bar at Artifice, like it was the uh, the statue that Indiana Jones rescues from the Rolling Ball at the beginning of Raiders. Like he was prizing that possession, he was carrying it like Belloc wanted it. Oh he my was gosh,
0: yeah, Belloc, he'd say in his, in his <laughs>
1: exactly. So it is nothing that you can possess that I cannot take, <laughs> take away.
0: away. So uh, when so but then Monkey Bananas ran around and had all of us sign it. That yeah. made me think he was going to keep it, but I, I don't know.
1: Maybe. Maybe I don't know. Uh, you know, Mike earned it fair and square.
0: No, he totally earned it. He He kicked hopefully, my. He
1: li- hopefully, he listens to the show now. Like, can you imagine the guy who doesn't listen to the show gets gets brought along as a plus one or a plus two uh, to this to this a uh, fan event for a show that he doesn't listen to? He ends up winning a prize, yeah. a one of a kind prize from the hosts of said show. <laughs> If it doesn't start listening. Then I don't want to know that person. Mike, can you let us know? And if not, <laughs> monkey bananas. Did he? Did
0: he? Uh, right. Did he fall to temptation and is part of the deal now? I'd love to know.
1: I'd love to know. Yeah, tell us. Uh, By the way, I have one more. I didn't tell you. No, oh, what do you got there? I have, because I did two prints, right? So I have a second one that is un, oh, unprimed, unlabeled. Yeah, virgin. A virgin. Uh, uh, Arcade machine. I don't know what we do with it, but we do something. With come
0: it. up with something, yeah. We'll do it. let's do um I don't know, we'll think we'll talk about this, but I think we could do something really cool. I'll do some more art and we'll make something rad out of it.
1: Sure, exactly. We'll we'll come up with a uh, label for a game called Asterids.
0: Asterids. And, uh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Spell that wrong.
1: Asterods.
0: Dulks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I would love to play a game of asteroids Delokes. There delux. we go. Asterods Delokes. <laughs> <laughs> will, will, will the arcade let me eat donuts while I play? Or is that going to make things... Yeah, there you go, Donets. Mm, some delicious mm, Donets. Donuts. You know what we could do? Mmm, um, let me think about that. Oh, you got an idea? Well, I'm trying to think of a... I have some cool art I did for Brian... Um, uh, a while back uh, some Modoc art I was trying to think of oh yeah, yeah. just make a cool thing that you could display it's and have we don't have to give it away you know that's true good something Brian wants to have because you know he doesn't have enough trinkety stuff he needs more I know things.
1: I know exactly No, let's give it away
0: as a prize it's, I don't need one more thing to <laughs> dust Scott Johnson
1: <laughs> plus I, I don't know where i put it
0: yeah, yeah where I would, I would you put have, it you know. everything's so uh, symmetrical back there I don't know where you'd even put it yeah uh, I don't know who knows uh, final story. Now, we're going to stay in Lake Mead for a bit. <laughs> wow.
1: Well well said. Yeah. I like that. It's stay a,
0: in Lake Mead for a bit. Yeah, <laughs> this is this is what happened to literally somebody. Um, a body in a barrel was discovered at Lake Mead and is likely a gunshot murder victim from decades ago, wow. say uh, police. Uh, the plunging water level line in Lake Mead, the country's largest reservoir. Oh, I didn't know it was the country's largest. But, of course, this is written by real people who are smart and actually write... Well,
1: this is not written by Online Money. Yeah, uh,
0: an AI bot that wrote the whole online
1: thing. Online and Tractors.com. <laughs> yeah.
0: Making that sweet money. That's right. Um, let's see. Uh, they unveiled another disturbing discovery this weekend, or over the weekend. A police say a body in a barrel. Um, the person was spending, or A person was spending time at the lake on Sunday afternoon, found the barrel, according to Las Vegas Metropolitan Homicide Lieutenant Ray Spencer... The person uh, could see the remains in the barrel because it was corroded. Mm -hmm. You know, corrosion happens after time. Corroding, yeah. The investigators believe the person was likely a murder victim who died of a gunshot wound. Uh, According to the release, an investigation is now underway, and detectives believe the victim was killed sometime between the mid-70s and early 80s based on the clothing and footwear the victim was found with. So this is like some casino-era (laughs)
1: <laughs> right. Yeah. This would have been, you know, Bugsy taking him out and. Uh, yeah. You want to? You should rub him out? You yeah. Know, that like, sort of thing. Yo,
0: yo, Vinny the Hands or whatever his name would be. Right. Yeah. You know, take care of that guy. That sort of thing. Investigators are working to confirm the identity of the victim, was, uh, which was released to the Clark County Coroner's Office. About 25 million people in Arizona, Nevada, California, and Mexico rely on Lake Mead, uh, which is running out of water at an alarming rate. Uh, they think. Well, let's see. The barrel was likely dropped hundreds of yards off the shore back then. But now that shoreline. So uh, that makes sense. It's pulled back that much. So my guess is it ain't the first. It ain't the last barrel they're. Gonna yeah, find. they'll
1: find more. They're definitely going to find more barrels and more bodies.
0: Because that late seventies, early eighties period, was a little dirty in Vegas. A little bit of. <laughs> they hadn't quite got totally the uh, the mob out of town yet. Oh, you know uh, Robert
1: urich himself, I think, was responsible for at least five of those. Oh, bodies.
0: easily him and a man yeah. called Hawk. They were out there all the time.
1: <laughs> That's right.
0: <laughs> him and uh, Commander Cisco out there burying bodies. <laughs> Uh, that's it for your news. We are going to take a break. And uh, and when we come back, my sister Wendy's back, everybody. She's back. Wendy's back. Back again. And it's been like three weeks. So we've missed her terribly. She has a lot yeah. to say. And uh, it'll be fun to have her here and talk about this she cool has, email that we got. She has a
1: lot of advice all piled up that she's just going to spew out. Yeah, as be so ready. She answers the phone.
0: Yeah, be ready. It's like the front the front row of a Gallagher concert. You're going to want that tarp. Okay. So get ready for that. Hey, Brian, before we go to her, we need music, so could you please give me some?
1: Sure. Let's go to Pasadena, California and meet Charlie Hickey. Uh, He's releasing his debut album later this month, and it's uh, via Satisfactory Records, which is um run by Phoebe Bridgers who's a friend of Charlie Hickeys uh, mm. Charlie Hickey and we we know Phoebe Bridgers and she's great and we love her and and so uh, she's put her stamp on approval of this of this uh song this album uh the album is going to be called uh nervous at night comes out May 20th on saddest, saddest factory records gotta say that slowly so you know it's two words sure here is the new single Goldline.
0: and that by the way that describes me saddest at night that's what or not saddest uh what was it nervous nervous at night, nervous at night. Nervous that's at night? totally me yeah. nervous at night i don't ever get nervous in the day at night my yeah. brain goes on full alert yeah. and i can't sleep yeah. i hate it so yeah that's me oh and i took one of your muscle relaxers last night so i thought of you because oh, i had did to. you did
1: you wake up all foggy this morning yeah, i did
0: a little bit yeah. yeah yeah that stuff's not it's the hard stuff you gotta you know you got to pace is. yourself. Or get a
1: good night's sleep, but boy, do I wake up foggy.
0: Yeah, grog, gorilla grog in the morning. It's not really his name. All right. Anyway, here it is. We're gonna play this song. Come right back, everybody, because we're not gonna be long. We'll see you in a sec.
6: In a college town, fall asleep to the sound of drunk walks home. I'm in California trying to pin you down. Do you feel the same way I do? You said it's hard to know, but I sure think so.
0: The Morning Stream. It's what's in the yogurt. We're back, everybody. Remind me who that was one more time.
1: That was Charlie Hickey from his upcoming album, Nervous at Night, in a song called Goldline.
0: No, no relation to um, William Hickey?
1: Uh, Probably not. You asked for it. You, you got, got it. it. Toyota. Toyota. He's the best. He is he is the best or was God the best.
3: blessing. Oh, God
1: so bless
0: you. <laughs> He's so good. All right. Um yeah. well done. Uh, let's see if we can get Wendy all up in it.
1: I bet we can. I bet if we try if we all close our eyes and wish hard enough a it's, Wendy will appear. It
0: seems possible um though she is offline, but that might just be out of practice, you know. She's been a, it's been yeah. a bit.
1: Yeah. Since we've yeah.
0: had her on, but uh, we're about to find out if we're going to get lucky today.
1: Doorbell button power.
0: Harness now. it with all your life. Ah, look who it is! It's my sister Wendy, who has not been here for like three weeks or something.
6: Yeah, where have you been?
0: I know it's been me the whole time. I had a dental yeah. thing that got in the way one yeah. week. I had an appointment. We had to go to Vegas. Had to go to Vegas. Oh. By the way, a lot of people there going, "Oh, we love Wendy. Tell Wendy hi. Wendy's great." And we tried to FaceTime you with a couple of them, but it didn't go through. Or you thought? No, I know I, but- I
7: thought you butt dialed me. I didn't actually see it, but
0: yeah, I you saw it later, and you Face like,
7: "FaceTime butt dialed."
0: Yeah, FaceTime <laughs> butt dial butt time kind. yeah we call it butt time anyway um <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's nice to have you here i gotta tell you a funny story about your son peter can i tell you that story oh sure it's really funny so not that funny but whatever last night <laughs> um I, it took me this long to see it this last night i'm playing um a game on my xbox series x and i'm on the couch and just chilling and um playing this game and then I got a notification on the dashboard that said, hey, you got a bunch of captures that you haven't done anything with. Do you want to, you know, do you want to do anything with these captures? Basically, that means, you know, I captured some video or some screenshots of a game or something, and you can take those and export them and put them on social or whatever. Anyway, um, I thought, well, why do I have that many? There's like 50 in there. And I know I've only ever done maybe 10, 12, and and the ones I do use, I end up deleting immediately. So it's not like they're there for a long time. Like, what is going on? So I go in there and I notice that nearly all of them are short video clips, like 30-second video clips of the game I played with Peter when you guys were in town. And so what it was the controller, uh, do I have one here? No. The 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 Series X controller has a little button in the center that's a share button basically. And it's a button that you that you only push when you want to capture like the last 30 seconds of gameplay or a quick right. screenshot or whatever and okay. you only do it when you mean to do it and it's not like in the way so you don't accidentally hit it very often but Peter, when he plays games that are competitive <laughs> at, at, at all he is jumping around the couch <laughs> swinging all over the place pushing, mashing buttons like there's no tomorrow and he pushed that button more often so I ended up getting 50 images or videos of nothing because Peter was just like a spaz on the, on the controller it was amazing
7: oh yeah, now he is... It is hard.
0: So I'm leaving those <laughs> on there.
7: Him at dinner. I yeah. say that. <laughs> I'm
0: leaving those on there. That's It's our legacy of uh, That's Uncle Time or something. Anyway. I thought
7: he would do it by, on purpose and then like he was
0: just like... No, no. He didn't do that. like a trick. Like where Brian... Brian did this in Vegas where somebody would say, take a picture of us and Brian would take pictures of himself with the reverse camera yeah. before he'd take That's the Nice. I right.
7: always do that, Brian. What yeah. does that mean about us? Yeah, what does that I say?
1: that we it's that we're, we're awesome and, and funny and... Uh, <laughs> we like the surprise that they will inevitably totally. feel when they look through their camera roll and see 15 pictures of us making faces
0: Yeah, wendy you' totally.
7: I do it with strangers all the time when oh my gosh take a so
0: like if somebody I at like a, like a, at a play like a vacation says can you take this picture and you take yeah. it straight really mm-hmm. you'll still do that oh, yeah. always and I yeah. always
7: act like I don't know how their camera works and it just takes me oh, like really? take a second. Oh yeah and then i'll, I'll, I'll see take what i do myself and then i, I do
1: go. is I, I flip it around as they're handing it to me and i say okay now nobody makes some weird faces like oh, this one here yeah. like that. <laughs>
0: you're taking pictures while you're doing it <laughs> yes exactly
7: awesome this that's is great really good you're the human
0: <laughs> behavior expert what does it say about you guys yeah
7: and nothing right yeah. it's exactly what brian said we're awesome we're funny <laughs> okay exactly. we're bringing right. people yeah. joy delayed joy they'll Del- find right. it later yeah. delayed exactly. joy
0: yeah like uh, when the, oh. <laughs> it just always reminds me back in the film days where you couldn't doing you couldn't preview whatever pictures were taken recently. There was always these stories that if you went to the wrong hotel in Mexico, uh, and then went back home and got your pictures developed, you'd find one oh. of like one of the maids or something putting a putting your toothbrush in their bum or something weird like that. Right? Yes. Yeah. That was always the thing that freaked me out. I was always terrified of that. Oh,
7: you're so
1: old. <laughs> <laughs> because
0: they were called the maid. Yeah, they were the maid. <laughs> Yeah, that was a long time ago. And also, uh, I am old. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> um, all right, let's get to this week's question. Uh, for those confused, because you've just started in the last three weeks, Wendy's a real <laughs> professional therapist who comes on therapy Thursdays or Thursdays and talks to us about your real problems. People usually send us emails, we respond to those. And today is no different. So we're going to start with this one from somebody we're going to call AG. All right. Well, you know what? You're the attorney general. Why not? I don't
4: oh, like yeah, that. Perfect. Oh, totally. AG.
0: Says, hi, everyone. I've been listening to your show for a while uh, now, but I just got a burst of courage to send you an email. My boyfriend, Brandon, introduced me to TMS and Skim. I guess we're not giving Brandon a fake name. Oh, whatever. Oh, whoops. All right. Uh, we'll leave it. It's in there. Um, oh, Brandon. Yeah, go, Brandon. There's a lot of Brandons, so it'll be fun. <laughs> oh, uh, introduce me to TMS and Skim, and I have to say, I love listening to Scott and Kim and how you interact with each other on Skim. That's very nice. And I told Kim about this, so she knows as well. I have a question for Wendy. I've been going through some mental health stuff lately, and I wanted to get your opinions on it in terms of how my boyfriend may be able to help, or even if he can. I was diagnosed, I'm going to say this word wrong, with tricholotima-
7: trichotillomania.
0: Okay, so this is a common thing you've heard of? You know, of course you do
7: yeah, right. yeah. It's it not really like common, but, but, but it's common enough.
0: You know it enough. All right. Yeah. Uh, When I was six years old, she says she got this diagnosis. It's an OCD condition where the victim pulls out their own hair unconsciously or consciously as a coping mechanism for anxiety and release of serotonin. My mom saw it on Oprah in the 90s, checked my head, and put me into child therapy. Oh, man, how how many people did that with Oprah, I wonder? Probably a lot. Probably many. Yeah. I don't know if that's good. Seems like it might be not good. Anyway, whatever. I'm getting ahead of myself. Anyway, uh, I've been in therapy ever since, and I really love it now. But it took me a while to get to the point, to that point. Cut to high school, and along with getting diagnosed with generalized anxiety disorder and depression in my sophomore year, in junior year, I took on too many activities, slash classes, slash jobs. When I uh, that I went, she ended up going catatonic and ended up in the hospital for two weeks. Uh, I was then diagnosed with bipolar at the age of seventeen, which is a bit early to diagnose someone with that harsh of a disease. Uh, and has actually been proven wrong as of late. Uh, I had an on and off again relationship with my depression medication, but I have now accepted that I need it for the rest of my life. Turns out I may be adding another mental illness to the laundry list I already have, ADHD. I learned recently that its symptoms manifest differently in women than in men, and in men, and a lot of the symptoms are characterized as characteristics in women for some reason. Um, I need to get Uh, need to get officially tested but uh, by my psychiatrist next month but I have a strong feeling that I'll need to go through the whole experimentation process of trying medications to help me cope Uh, okay so here's my question how do I explain all of this to my boyfriend Brandon he doesn't suffer from any mental illnesses that I know of I'm anxious to hear what Wendy says about that because I think we all have something anyway uh, thank goodness but I probably have enough for both of us Uh, but I'm not sure how he'll react to my mood swings and things like that if I need to experiment with different dosages or different ADHD medication. Have uh, you two or anyone here ever gone through something similar like this? In the past, I was dating anyone uh, while my psychiatrist put me on different meds. Oh, I wasn't dating anyone. Sorry. I was dating anyone. I wasn't dating (laughs) anyone while my psychiatrist put me on different medications to see how I felt. I love Brandon, and I know we're going to get engaged and married soon, and I don't want to scare him off. That's not giving him enough credit at all. Um, I know he'll be able to handle it, but I want to do this in the most delicate way possible for his sake. Have a wonderful week, AG. Okay, so that's a lot. Um, where do you want to start with it, Wendy? How do you want? Uh, to-
7: I just have one question that she did not answer, which is: Is he aware of any of this, or are you?
3: It
1: sounds like is he not. aware
7: of the history, and then now we just don't want the experiment to experiment right, with the meds. Right? Does he
1: know about the? trictotillomania or does, is it all new to him? I mean, obviously not knowing about the potential mood swings from the the meds, but, uh, yeah. hmm. Okay.
7: We'll get to the meds in a second. Yeah. yeah, I, 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 that would be really helpful to know if he, this is all news to him and you are keeping your whole history from him, then that's a problem. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Or if it's just, I don't want to experiment with a new drug to help, you know, right. Mm -hmm. Like she's stable we are mm-hmm. dating. Things are going great. She just doesn't want to destabilize anything. The
0: apple card, yeah. yeah, yeah. But if we don't. Are
7: Could you just quick text that? I think <laughs> yeah, just
0: text us there. that information. I don't feel like we know enough about the length of the relationship either. Not that that's maybe all that important, but it does seem yeah. like maybe. Uh, what have
7: you been through? Yeah, have is you this been new a Thanksgiving dinner at,
0: um, sure. at Jimmy's. Sure, house. and has she had any had any bad days where it was like, oh yeah. man, she's you know she's he's seeing me now and in this way, and he's never seen it before. Like all of those things seem like they would help us. You know, know more about where you're at, but.
1: Right.
7: And the other question or the other thing. Oh, she wrote, there we he go. He
1: knows, he knows about all of it. So oh, good.
7: Uh, okay. Yep. Wonderful. Okay. okay. Um And then also he doesn't suffer from any mental illness that I know of. Thank goodness. I would just assume that she really does know that he doesn't suffer. He knows that he doesn't suffer. That That's not a guess. Right. I
0: assume. Right. We'll <laughs> right. assume okay. that. Sure.
7: So some of it, and, and the reason I'm even asking any of those questions is, you know anyone dating and getting to know each other and then getting married, you know, if I could have your twenty year old selves talk to your or your twenty year later self come back and talk to you you'll they'll say you don't know each other at all yeah. <laughs> right because it's you're changing and growing and learning, and there's no way to know everything about everyone right, right. and so that's a, just a reality of of relationships that you know I, I wish we What do we have normalized, right? We have sort of the like the falling in love stage is highly anticipated and shown over and over and over in all of your media. Like, you know, you experience it's wonderful and then real life for the next however long a lot changes. And we don't have a lot of, I don't, I mean, maybe I'm wrong and maybe this is more so out there and I'm missing it, but just what mature healthy relationships look like later. Mm-hmm. And some people may say, oh, my parents have been married 50 years, but I wouldn't say they've been happy, yeah. you know? So there's, it's, it's up and down what people are sort of seeing and knowing. So sometimes I I just like, it's my two, two cents. I always throw mine up just like, yeah, it's going to change. It's It's okay. You know, like if there's enough now, you can make it work and you can figure that out. But it also means you're signing up for the old in sickness and in health situation, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so being really honest with what you already know can be really important. Um, so I'm hoping that's the case. That's, that was my real question is, you know, if if Brandon is fully aware of her history, what does he think about it? Does he have any idea? Has he read anything? You know, like there there's some due diligence that's the wrong word but like some due diligence on on his part of just like really understanding that stuff because most of us just meet people where they're at in the moment and these words are just big scary words and i don't know what that means but you seem to be fine and things are great so maybe a little research on his part can be helpful but let's talk about the ADD adhd thing Okay. Is so it still it considered
0: like- super overdiagnosed these days? Not not that that applies here. I'm just wondering because there was always talk like, oh, everyone thinks they've got ADHD now, and it's like,
7: yeah, everyone- and it's because everyone has a form of it now.
0: Oh, sure. interesting. Okay, so the, so Which that is- wasn't all. That's not crazy. It's just that we're all.
7: <laughs> well, okay, hold on. So let's back up. All right. The difference between, well, okay, and and she brings up a really good point. It manifests itself differently in women. Let's add that to a list of things like heart attacks, uh, depression, certain things, right? We have a male default model in medicine, which is we study how men experience things, and then we think that's how it's experienced. And that's not true. Women have a different response because we're not you. Anyway, so that's become new in, in sort of some of the understanding of it. It's why a lot of girls got missed in the eighties and nineties when things were starting to be more and more diagnosed um, because they just didn't, they didn't present the way the boys did and the boys were acting physically more, you know, it was harder to ignore because they were jumping around quite a bit. Right. 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 Um, and so lots of the inattentive daydreamer types sort of got missed. So, okay, so here we go. We're looking at all these things. I mean, you're, you're in, hospitalized at 17, they are seeing these major mood swings i mean she's she's giving a lot of interesting background that could look like a lot of different things she's diagnosed with multiple things as time goes on bipolar has been mi- misdiagnosed for definitely for people and actually as other things that's not that uncommon um unless you get a really good clinician who diagnoses that all the time and can really see it because all these things. If we wrote a list, like we had a whiteboard and we put symptoms of generalized anxiety, symptoms of depression, symptoms of ADHD, symptoms of bipolar, symptoms of trichotillomania, or any other anxiety, OCD no. type of disorder, you would say, "Wait, what?" Because so many can look, they can look like each other. And then when you have multiple things going on, it's really hard to pull apart. So it sounds like it's been a complicated history. Um, she's found some good things that are working. All that's good. The ADHD part, and here's what's crazy, is that someone with ADHD and didn't know it forever could have been diagnosed with other things previously, and really it was ADHD. Mm. Sometimes it's there's other things going on, and they're getting diagnosed with ADHD when it's not. So it is this differential in diagnosing is incredibly difficult when you're a complex case, mm. and often sort of... We find a new diagnosis, it answers our question, and now we take a med, and now, you know, maybe we're feeling better. But humans are way more complex than that, right? She doesn't talk about anything that sort of else, right? Yeah. We're, we're We're talking in clinical terms. So I, I look at this one line where she says, I took on too many activities, classes, and jobs. Okay? Yeah. So raise your hand if you've taken on too many classes, activities, and jobs before.
0: <laughs> Can I raise both yeah. hands if we're doing that now? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. And she ends
7: up catatonic. Now, if everyone takes on those too many things, now everyone's gonna end up catatonic in a hospital. That's probably because they have a, you know, a type A situation going, or they're very driven, or there's a perfectionist thing. There is something else going on mentally and emotionally that leads someone to do too many things that they can't handle. Yeah, um, It's approval. I mean, you, there's a long list that it could be. And then there is ADD or ADHD where it's like, I start a million things. I can't finish anything. I can't manage my time. Um, I'm. It's hard to focus. And then I hyper-focus and drop everything. Like there is a version of taking on too much stuff with ADHD that is going to probably make you catastonic and end up in the hospital. Um, And and those listening who know they have ADHD or or suspecting that they might, you know, there's symptomology to this that is pretty extreme. So for the rest of us, we just are like, ah, I got on Instagram and I wasted an hour. I don't have great attention. Or, and I mean, talk about an attention training machine. Mm. Have you ever been on Twitter so long? (laughs) that you could not have done anything else that long, that mindlessly.
0: <laughs> like, yeah.
7: do yeah. you have ADHD? I mean, no, I, I, no. But have you trained your, are you training your brain mm. to get I'm it? Teaching, right, of. exactly.
1: I'm trained to get it. I'm working towards getting it. H- so, okay, <laughs> yeah.
0: before we get too far from that concept, there's been, uh, yeah. um, I feel like, and this was controversial for some reason. I even said this mm-hmm. on Twitter. Mm-hmm. I feel like in some ways I have given myself ADHD, and I don't mean like some big pronounced acute case or anything or any kind of particular, you know, marked version of it. I just mean some of those tendencies to lose focus and jump to something else when I absolutely had no intention of doing it or whatever. Like, I feel like I've done that to myself a little bit over time because I don't remember being like this when I was younger. And I had somebody on Twitter go, don't say that. That's not how it works. You can't get you can't give yourself. I'm not. I'm doing this voice, not trying to make fun of them. They were just were mad. Um, they're like, you can't give yourself ADD or ADHD. It doesn't work that way, or ADD or any of those things. Uh, you only, you either have it or you don't, and you had it at birth or you don't have it at all. So I would like some actual, you know, someone in the field who could tell me one way or the other. Because that, is that true? Are they right? Are they wrong?
7: Well, you're you're saying it flippantly too, right? Like, oh, I have OCD. I always clean my house really good, right? Yeah. There mm. is a version of where we co-op mental health diagnoses in order and we make it flippant or it's thrown in movies in certain ways. And like, obviously it's way more complex than that. Um, but that's, that's what humans do with things they learn about. Right. Yeah. (laughs) And it's because all of us can sort of see ourselves in something. Right. Yeah. So take bipolar. Can you guys see yourself in bipolar from what you know, from popular media and not from studying it and having a degree?
0: Um, that's interesting. See, see, ourselves developing it like no, some,
7: just that, that you have elements of it.
0: Oh, by oh, the way, yeah, it's been sure. portrayed by popular yeah. media, yeah, because yeah. popular media, I assume, gets it wrong.
1: It just is is basically oh, popular media says it's mood swings. It's you're angry some of the time, but then you're happy some of the time. Yeah, which
0: yeah. Is
7: and it's just quick. The you surface. can just it's, like good yeah. mood, right, bad mood, right. totally right. It's yeah. the it's iceberg. Yeah, all yeah. of us. It's all of us. Everyone could be diagnosed on a bad week.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. With
7: this thing, and so that's kind of the the age old behavior of humans is to make stuff about them, right? Or see your see a face in your toast or whatever it is. Yeah. Pete's been, yeah. by the way, talk about ADHD guys. Um, he <laughs> has he bought some googly eyes and has literally googly eyed my whole house. <laughs> but I didn't know he did it, so suddenly I'd like pick up the TV remote. It's got. It's because you can I see a face it. everywhere. Yeah. Right? The human I ability to see yes. a face everywhere. Sure. Um, then we have a human ability to also see, sort of take shortcuts to explain stuff. And, you know, popularizing of of mental disorders and challenges has been that thing where we can just easily see something, label it, and and then we don't take it as seriously. Because we aren't actually living the life of someone with bipolar. Right. It's an incredibly difficult disorder to live with. Um, and needs to be treated, or your life is ruined, truly, right? Versus, Mm -hmm. I'm mad, and now I'm happy. That's not the same thing. So yes, do we need to be more careful? Will the popular culture just do this anyway? Yes, they will. So ADHD is very similar. We are all a little more attention deficit, absolutely, um, because we're literally training our brains to be. And I don't know long-term what that looks like, but we've only had attention devices in our hands for 10, 20 years, yeah. you know? So is everyone experiencing some form of this? Yeah. Now this is probably, so, so let's talk about diagnostic rates really quick. So when you think of why are so many more people being diagnosed with ADHD, a piece of it is that we are all more attention deprived or deficit in, in, in our behaviors. Right. Mm-hmm. And people are procrastinating or, failing at things or feeling crappy or I don't know, pandemic maybe has played into that a little mess with a lot of things. And you're trying to find an answer or a reason. Yeah. And, and I'm going to give you the criteria for ADHD so you can just hear it, what it is. All right. Um, and then, and then of course, this is not how you diagnose this is the first step or like you explain, are you experiencing these things? And then there's actual testing that will diagnose you. Um, Okay. okay. And so the worst this idea, thing, though, the worst thing
0: that could happen here is Wendy will describe this, and I'll be, and either Brian or I will be distracted by something. So we're going to try really hard not to be distracted <sighs> while you and say. And you that. guys focus, <laughs> okay. right? We totally Ooh, focus. Tweet. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, shiny.
7: Yeah, yeah, and think about that exactly. Like a dopamine delivery system grabs your attention. The, yeah. We are built to do this, right? Mm-hmm. I think we talked about this a, a while ago, but just this idea of like, how is our brain? you know, it's wired around a couple of experiences that are very fundamental and almost instinctual. And one is eating distracted, mm-hmm. right? Like
4: yeah, right. eat the berries off the bush right. you're really watching, quickly yeah. Yeah. and
7: yeah. make sure there is no tiger coming to kill you while you're eating these berries that you're never going to get again. Yeah. So that is, think of that as like historical training for like you're saying, watch YouTube while you scarf something down and not think about what you're eating, yeah. right? That's yeah. a That's an example of like, our Our survival brain will do what it takes to survive, so mm-hmm. if I get dopamine from a tweet suddenly showing up i'm going to go where the dopamine takes me mm-hmm. right so right. Keep, just keep real quick how many tabs yeah. How many tabs you guys have open on your <laughs>
0: oh you're the you're, this is hilarious you're bringing this up because uh... I'm always teasing Brian for this, but I only have three. I have our show notes, I have the chat room, and I have Oh, the other one's blank. So I have a blank tab up. I don't know why that's up. So I only and have. Where are your others?
7: Two. Do you just have them minimized?
0: No, I don't have any. That's it.
7: You have nothing open. No,
0: I'm weird. Well, I have other. I have software to run the show, but that's it. I don't have any other distracting things that's up. And I, here's impressive. the thing. That's just a weird Brian? thing that thing? I do. <laughs> Brian is Brian. I'll let Brian speak for himself. But um, we've had this conversation many times about yes, why I'm exactly. so anti. I hate tabs being open. I close them all the time. I always feel like they're using too much they resources. It's yeah, they totally me. are. Bugs me. So Brian, I are, sadly
1: they're use they're background them.
7: background attention get, getting too, right? Like you're yeah. actually helping My problem
1: around. is that I use them as a to-do list, right? So I have nine yeah, open right now. Nine? And that's not bad. Man. Yeah, all right. that's not bad. I've got show notes. I've got today's music. I've got um, orders on Coverville that as soon as the show's over, I've got to put together some T-shirts and ship them out. I've got eBay open because after that, I have to put three computers on eBay for a client. Uh, I've got an SSL (laughs) checker because another client is having problems with their SSL certificate, and this is like a, a refreshing thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and
1: I've got yeah. one for the correct placement of bicycle cleats because at some point today i gotta I got to reset the placement of, of my bike cleats uh, before I get on the bike. <laughs> so okay. it is absolutely a to-do list, yeah. yeah.
7: I have 16, and that's only one oh, of the windows I'm using. The rest, <laughs> each one has three to five, and it's all right. subject-based, and it's all my to-do list, right? Yeah. Now, Brian, do you consider yourself having ADHD? Um.
1: I do in the pop culture sense, right? Like the yeah. the uh, trying to keep all the balls in the air, but I don't think I really do have it, no. Yeah,
7: I don't either. Um, but I have definitely gained the pop culture sense of it. Yes. And, I, and right. I think because right here, we just described a technological way to balance way too many things and start to feel yep. like you're not actually doing well at any of them, right? Because right. humans right. actually can only give our attention to one thing, we believe we can multitask. There is so much research to show we are terrible at it. But we also have this wonderful ego thing that says we're actually doing it well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah. that illusion yeah. whew, is a tough one. Okay, so let me go through. Well, let me answer. Actually, go back to the email for just a second. I want to answer one question she had about experimenting with medication for ADHD while you know being in this relationship. Right. So the difference between ADHD medication versus other things is, especially antidepressants or any kind of ongoing treatment is that you need a sustained level in your system of an antidepressant for that to work. It takes up to three weeks for that to sort of kick in, to really get benefit. You have to raise the dose till you find the right therapeutic dose for people. Like it's a process. So she's coming from that experience with all these different diagnoses and that you should be afraid and have a little See, I'm going to use PTSD in the same way that we use it. Yeah? Yeah. A little lowercase PTSD about trying meds and seeing if, you know, they work or not. So understandably that you are concerned about this, right? Right. Right. But the actual medication for ADHD is a stimulant. It's some type of, it's either Ritalin or Adderall or, you know, there's variations in between uh, of things that they can do. And sometimes, (laughs) anyway, those are one a day, it works for the day. It doesn't work tomorrow. Yeah. You don't. It doesn't stick in your system. It means, you know, you, and, and the, the figuring out usually is something like I take it in the morning, I run out of steam by four o'clock. Okay, I need a, an extended release one. Or if I take it too late in the day, I can't sleep at night or don't drink caffeine with it. You, that's the figuring out. And the immediate relief from the medication should be apparent. This isn't the, the as much of a crapshoot as some of, of the other medication testing is, and it doesn't take as long to figure out. You kind of know pretty quickly. Um, oh, okay, I have less fog. I, you know, I'm mm. able to focus. There is a normalcy. I'm using quotes. You can't see them. Normalcy factor that happens when folks with ADHD get the right medication is that their brain goes, it, it actually... The part that's going slow speeds up, yeah. and the whole system's just sort of feels more comfortable. And then they look around and go, Is this how everyone else experiences life? Because it is alarming.
0: I hear that all um, the time. Yeah. It reminds yeah. me when I got my cataracts fixed. Um, I couldn't believe how other people see things. I was like, yeah. Wow, really? Really? It's not all yeah. yellow and gross? Mm-hmm. Weird.
7: And then you're like, you guys complain about what now? Because you can see, you know, it's that, it's all. Yeah,
0: it's revelatory. And then you, but then you ease into it and and now it's the new normal. But, but there is that moment of like, wow, this is life, I guess. Yeah.
7: And not to say this is not clinically solid. So everyone just half listen to this. But when, (laughs) when you, I mean, it is and it isn't in the sense of you take the medication, you have ADHD, you will feel that benefit. And y- you actually are calmer and focused, and can, you know, some of the chatter stops in your head like it's coming out of a cloud. If you do not have ADHD and you take a stimulant, you're gonna focus. You might be high, you might have a ton of energy, right? Like, but you're not gonna have, you're
0: not, getting the you're therapeutic not gonna get kind to your homeostasis, yeah. right?
7: Yeah. So that's, it. and that's not a way everyone can do diagnostically, right? Like, okay, give me some Ritalin. Let's see what happens, you know? Um, and there a lot of states are doing a lot more um, as they should and always should have um, a lot more sort of quality control in the sense of you can only be diagnosed by certain people and those who can prescribe that medication. Like there's some, I know this is true in Ohio and some other states that I'm familiar with of just like, we're not kind of handing this out to college kids like candy anymore. And we're not anybody who comes along just because it does help you get your finals done. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you can you can sniff it and feel like God for a weekend, right? Like, there is some abuse of this kind of drug that um, clearly is like all things humans do. We like to mess with something helpful and make it yeah. fun. Okay, I, so I can I just read these for yeah, everyone's yeah. sake? Of sure, course. yeah, of course. All right, so there's ADHD, stands for Attention Deficit Hyperactivity Disorder, There is an inattentive type and there is a hyperactive impulsive type. So we've got two subgroups. So if I'm reading this and you're like, me, 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 and it's messing with your life, okay, that's really key. Um, Because being on Twitter for two hours accidentally one evening and losing focus, if it ends your marriage and you're, you know, losing your job, then that, right? But if it's just the kind of, Normal stuff we have because we get dopamine in lots of places. Not the same. So, okay. So the inattentive type, I'm just going to read through them. And you can raise your hand if you guys want. Makes okay. careless mistakes, lacks attention to detail. Eh,
0: I do pretty good Case, Occasionally, sometimes. Occasionally, okay. yeah. But I, I do pretty good there. Not
7: too okay. Bad. So when I'm talking to someone who definitely has ADHD, they're like, yes. I'm like, there's no doubt there, right? Um, next, difficulty sustaining attention.
0: Let me ask you this because can it be... Uh, to kind of speak to the previous one, can it be that you are – is if it's dependent on the situation, that might mean something different than just good old-fashioned clinical ADHD, right? In other words, if if you're just prone to making those mistakes because you hate email and you're not really reading what it said and you're just sort of flippantly answering and it turns out you're wrong with the answer because you did not really read it versus – I'm making a project and it's for a big deal and I got to get this done and it's a big commission and I'm very meticulous about focus on it. What does that mean? Does that mean that it's not really, that just means I need, I need to tighten up, tighten up the graphics a little bit on my email, (laughs) on my email usage. Or or. you're
7: just not perfect at everything or you just have a tendency this way or that, right? Mm -hmm. Like this will just be a consistent pattern, usually from childhood, if not always from childhood. Um, Sometimes we're not as aware um, that, you know, you're just compensating for these things all the time. You're exhausted because you're—so let me let me keep reading these. I'll just read them through really quick. So does not seem to listen when spoken to directly. So you can imagine that, how that plays a role in someone's life and development. Mm. And, oh, yeah. You know, fails to <laughs> Are follow you listening through on, to me? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then you start to feel crappy about yourself because the feedback yeah. is all of that. Okay, so fails oh, yeah. to follow through on tasks and instructions. Exhibits poor organization, avoids dislike tasks requiring sustained mental effort, loses things necessary for tasks or activities, easily distracted, including unrelated thoughts, is forgetful in daily activities. I'm going to tell you right now, I would have said no to all of these things until pandemic. And now I feel like I can say most mm. of those things. A yeah.
1: little bit. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I wonder what, why that changed it.
7: I don't know. I, I, I wonder, like, did I secretly have COVID and not know? And now I have brain fog forever. Or <laughs> is it just... I don't know. I had to homeschool four kids suddenly, and you know, like, Uh, was it just ongoing stress that then, as it's you know alleviating to some extent, I'm, it's different. I don't, I don't know, but I do suspect because self-referential processing, I am here. I'm experiencing that, and so somebody else must be too, (laughs) right? Like, I can't be the only one who is feeling some of this. Like, I don't know what day it is, you know? Does anyone else have that? I feel like mm-hmm. there's some just things that, that you know, I'm not clinically ADHD, Yeah, never have been, hopefully never will officially be, but I definitely can find some of this going on just after difficult stress, right? Oh, so certainly, you, you, yeah. you can, everyone's going to be in different places for different reasons. I also want to throw one other thing out, is when a kid is living in a really chaotic home or an emotionally cold home, or, you know, there's other things happening in a childhood sense of difficulty, a child will respond in lots of different ways. And some of it is to leave the room in their head, right? To dissociate, to, so you, this is why, you know, diagnosing children and other things are really complicated. Is there something else going on for this person that is you know, they, they're only safe space for them to be in an imaginary world or, you know, t- that type of thing. Yeah. Um, or on the hyperactivity part or impulsivity, you get a kid who's abused, he's going to act impulsive in class. And we're going to label that ADHD. And then we're going to put them on a medication that maybe it's going to help. But the core chaos at home isn't being addressed. So, So this is where, you know, we love... Humans are so funny. Like we want a simple... Answer. We want Occam's razor, razor to always be the thing. Yeah. Right. But then humans are just, there's way more to it. We are not going to talk about the abortion debate, but it is a perfect example of this thing. It's one or the other to certain people. It is much more complicated. No, oh,
0: it's always binary to some. Mm-hmm. That's the problem, right? Like yeah. that or any other big issue, the nuance is almost always lost when we're, when we're, when we're doing macro views of anything.
7: Right. And it's, there's a good reason for that. Too, like, if understanding this can help me have a little more compassion for it, which is like, oh, it's, it feels so safe, right? Yeah. It's just safety. Like, you can know that, right and say what's wrong and feel good. Yeah. Like, there's a, they're talking about a dopamine hit, right? And so we all have our versions of it, maybe, and, and everyone varies, right? It's a miracle we have anything functioning. Okay. Anyway, so let's, uh, let me talk about hyperactivity and impulsivity because this one, you're going to feel less connected to maybe, but, you know, you think about kids or how this might work, right? So fidgets with or taps, hands, or feet, squirms in seat. This is for adults, by the way. Sorry, I'm, t- mm-hmm. I'm giving adult symptoms, not children.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Often, yeah. Yeah.
7: Okay. Sure. Leave seat in situations when remaining in seat is expected. Oh, oh geez. No
1: way. Are you kidding. If, if I'm expected to remain in my seat, by golly, my butt's planted. Yeah,
0: I'm right. trying to think. I don't think I have that problem or ever have that I know of.
7: Have you experienced another adult doing that? Oh, yeah. And you're like, I used to work for. I
0: used to work for one, and he still owes me $89,000. <laughs> yeah. okay.
7: So that was yeah. probably a
0: wow.
7: undiagnosed ADHD walk around. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, experiences feelings of restlessness?
0: Well, that I definitely Has, feel. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. All the time. Has Always. difficulty
7: engaging in quiet, leisurely activities?
6: Um...
1: What would you often. say, Brian? Often? Yeah, often. Yeah, like if it's, uh, it's, Tina's like, Brian, it's reading time. <laughs> <laughs> like she'll, We'll have the TV off and she's reading a book and it's like, no, I want to put on MASH. Can I put on MASH? Can I yeah, play I the PlayStation?
0: Yeah, I want to binge a yeah, show that's 50 years old. Brian, what are you it's doing? It's reading time.
7: Yeah, it's like, fine,
0: I feel I'll like, play something. And then I feel like I that's have adorable. a problem with that, but only in. Like I, I know when it's like, all right, I need to be leisure right now. Like I've had a long day, I've done a lot of stuff. It's time for me to chill. Yeah. Where I struggle is, okay, what do I? Which of the five thousand things I like doing should I do?
1: Right, right.
0: Yeah. I hate that. But I feel like feeling.
1: once you once you settle in on it, I feel like you're really good at like seeing. Oh, here's. Here's me outside in the hammock reading a book with uh, the dog in my lap.
0: Yeah, like, oh, once man, I, I choose I it. Yeah. yeah, once I choose it, you're right. I'll, I'll be, yeah. I, I'm kind of all you in.
7: paradox of choice?
0: I just do have, a, I have a major paradox, or uh, what's that yeah. called? Par- 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 choice paralysis. Analysis, yeah. Paralysis or something? Yeah, wow. choice paralysis. I have that so bad with yeah. things. I just, I like too many things, you mm-hmm. know?
7: That's a different It's diagnosis. a different issue.
0: Yes. Yeah, it's a whole different thing, okay. but...
7: Uh, all right, have, keep going. Is on the go or acts as if driven by a motor? No. Okay, like that's all Silicon Valley. Sometimes, um, sometimes.
0: Like, you know, the one thing that was really good about Vegas is it felt like a big recharge to the, to just, I don't know, it was just good to finally have doubt, one of yeah. these. So mm-hmm. so it's instead of us talking to a bunch of names in a chat, it was like oh well. Yeah. Also, we know them by their face, and we got to interact with them. And only three of them oh, got yeah. COVID, and it was great. And oh you know, good, yeah, only, only three, well, that's good. and they all only seem three. to be doing fine, as best I can tell. Yep. They're all yep. cold symptoms. Yeah, yeah. they're all vaxxed and triple vaxxed and all that. Anyway, um, and one of them yelled like in my face next to me, uh, not mad, but. <laughs> <laughs> barking out rules to a board game and uh, and so far we're all good so I I, yeah. don't, I don't know what happened there
7: good.
0: anyway um, alright yeah. next
7: three, real quick I'll just read them fast talks excessively blurts out answers has difficulty waiting their turn yes. interrupts yes. or intrudes on others
0: <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we just got tested there
7: you did so, totally. so really you know I'm not telling uh, our, our emailer you know anything to do specifically with this other it sounds like progressing with getting analyzed and find out if you know this is a correct diagnosis for her mm-hmm. um the medication thing is such a different ball game it's more like instant relief rather than hoping this works and waiting it out and feeling crappy most of the time and so i, I think she's going to have a different experience but if we sort of summarize what i hope for her or what i i hope for them is it's not that mental illness will destroy every relationship. It has the power to really make things difficult. What really destroys most relationships, it's the same thing whether there's a mental illness or not. And it's this sort of inability to figure out how to communicate about the stuff, right? Because you can take two people with no history of mental illness and then they're just like run into whatever problems that come because they come and they have no way to communicate about it. They're just as at risk as this not working out as someone with a mental illness in the sense of, because at that core level, what the other person needs and how to communicate back and forth is going to be how you navigate anything, right? Mm-hmm. And so that's why I was the most concerned is has she told him all the things, right? And getting him, you know, the gift is only one of you has to struggle Great. The other one is the struggle will be, how do I help support this person? Um, And that person will have your, you know, Brandon's going to have some struggles in his life too. This is just how real life works. And really navigating that underlying, can we communicate? Are we safe with our weaknesses and vulnerabilities together? Um, How do we handle when like, I am really struggling and I need to lay in bed for a couple of days you know, what does he do to get support for himself and also make sure you're okay. This is just the secret sauce to a healthy marriage and ultimately a family, if that's what you choose to do and being a part of community, right. Is getting to know what you need and asking for it. Now, a lot of us aren't very good at that because a life has either been okay for a while and we haven't needed anything in theory, or we've got some skills and we apply those skills and then they're not really tested until they're tested. So, you know, It's a, it's kind of flexibility and growth mindset of like, this isn't, no, nothing's pre-written here, but being prepared and smart about it and open and, you know, gain as many skills as you can really is your best bet. And if this ADHD diagnosis is it and the medication does what it's supposed to do, you're going to have a lot of relief, right? There's a lot of good things that can come from that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah.
0: I like it. Um I feel like every well that was kind of your point. Everybody's got little versions of this. I definitely feel an uptick of this since the pandemic started. And if I'm honest, maybe without getting into details around 2 2016 or so and forward, I've I've had an uptick of this these sorts of things in my own life. And um and it it just all sounds way too familiar. Now, I don't I I would never want to go, well that must mean I'm I'm I got ADHD like there's always like this I was thinking about this yesterday sorry I'm all over the place with this but I was thinking about this yesterday I was going to bring it up with you uh this feeling of like uh you know if I broke my arm uh playing basketball let's say broke my elbow or whatever I could walk strut around all my friends going Yeah, I broke my arm. How'd you do it? Uh, I was playing basketball. I was going in for a layup and, uh, you know, (laughs) stuff went south. And boy, howdy. It'll it'll heal, though. We're all good. So, you know, it's almost cool to have that injury. Yes. If I walk into a room with those same people and say, you know, if you kind of had a bit of a nervous breakdown uh, from blah, 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 this, that, or the other ABC, like, why are we so weird about those? Why is that so different? Because one of them, mental injuries versus
1: physical injuries. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Or, or, you know, and I realize some physical injuries are not great. If I walked into a room and said, well, I sat on a bike, but the seat was taken off and that pipe thing went all the way up my butt. Um, (laughs) So I'm bleeding from my anus now. Uh, No one's going, yeah, I'm bleeding from my anus. It's been a real, it's been a hell of a, so nobody's doing that. So part of me thinks, well, that's, that's why, because we have things that as humans, we are we find gross or put off putting because we're designed to survive and we'd never want to have a pipe up our butt because it means we're, you know, that's a big death risk versus an elbow breaking is just not a big deal. And I, and I don't know why some mental health is why that's in that category. And then why people use it to just brush off simple things like to say, Oh, I cleaned my room this morning. I have such OCD. Like, shut up. Mm -hmm. Right. You cleaned your room. Give me a break. That's like people saying, I spoke to God today. Oh, what'd he say? He helped me find my car keys on the couch. <laughs> okay, well, you're weird. You know what I mean? Like, I guess, I, I don't know if this is making sense, but why, what, what is that? And is that a whole other episode and I should save it for another time?
7: <laughs> I think it's a whole nother episode, but I, I, I will say a couple of things, but maybe someone could write us a, something to launch off of that from like it, their own experience. Like just the other day, I was talking to a client who, her husband struggles with mental illness and he's like, you know, we, we walk through if he had cancer, how differently she would behave. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not only how differently would everyone else behave, they'd, they'd bust in with casseroles and make sure, you know, she got support or, you know, whatever. And I, I I've thought about this in terms of cancer fe- specifically, cancer feels like something that happened to you and it's not your fault. And I mean, we always have to decide if you have lung cancer what kind. Did you make it happen or not? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So there's that kind of version of things that is like, as long as it's not your fault, and it could happen to any of us because that's become the reality. It could happen to anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, there is some compassion that just kind of, kind of comes naturally. Um, but this is why stigma around mental health has been so bad for so long is I do think... There is a very core, and I don't, I don't know if it's survival, maybe. Um, I have to think more about it, but just that it, it's, it's got to be your fault. You must have done something. That's why advice for so long has been, well, just get up and go on a walk. And that'll fix yeah. it. You know, as yeah. if behavior is the only way, um, you know, this is explained. And there's some versions of, you know, I, maybe I've told this story a long time ago. I had a, a client forever and ever ago who worked in a cancer clinic of all places. Yeah. And started to have some psychosis and just personality changes. And um, so I started working with her and, you know, it it seemed like a, a psychiatric disorder and like, let's get you in. We might need to hospitalize you. All this stuff is happening. And she had a lot of traumatic things happen in this date. And then finally was at a, in a hospital and begging someone to give her an ultrasound. Because this is someone who knew about cancer and how... The body works for the most part, right? She just said, something is wrong with me that is, and you all think it's just my brain. Um, Anyway, she had a tumor the size of a football that was emitting. She was a bit overweight, so she didn't know. And it was emitting these toxins. And these neurotoxins were acted as a psychosis mechanism. And so they removed the tumor. She recovers. We're having a conversation. She has no memory of those times, of all the things that that happened. And you just think, what? (laughs) So let's be clear. Everything that is happening has some biological origin. We just aren't advanced enough to know what it all is, right? And patterns of behavior that we think are controllable because it's confusing. What's controllable or what's not, you know? So it really gets complicated. And I just think we shortcut it to... It was a choice. Just don't do that. I don't experience that, so that doesn't make sense to me. Um, And then the more and more people can say out loud they're experiencing something, get help, get treatment, the more it's sort of normalized, the more stigma is dropped, the more people say, oh, I love therapy, it's so great. And the more you hear that, you realize like, literally every one of us has something going on. We're all on the spectrum of human experience, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Some might just be a little further down the road in a, a, a way that's uncomfortable or painful than you are um so it really is not unlike cancer and that you know we we're, we're all sort of not that different from one another i just think we don't know how to fix it a broken arm you put in a cast i can see the cast there doesn't it's not about your private part or some inner thought it's just feels straightforward yeah. so maybe it's a survival response of like that's not going to be affect that's not contagious I wonder if there's a contagion feeling
0: too. Maybe some people yeah. have. I always wonder about that. Yeah, cancer. Dorages. I know cancer. Cancer diagnoses make people nervous, and and mm-hmm. it shouldn't. It you know it's not. It's like it doesn't catch, or you know you're not going to spread it, or whatever. So I've always wondered right. why people are a little bit like, oh, they you know, have colon cancer. Yeah, <laughs> Tina.
1: A couple of Tina's friends like kind of backed away from her uh, yeah. communication-wise
0: when she. Dude, I freaking hate that. I hate her. that. Yeah. That makes yeah. me want to f- kick him in the, the bejays. That makes me really mad that they did that mm-hmm. to her. Mm-hmm. Sorry, that makes me pissed. The bejays? Uh, the bejays. The vaginas. Yeah. The vaginas.
1: You <laughs> I, said, I didn't say what sex they were.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. But. Brian Brian did not mention gender, so it's fine. Uh, the penises. I genderize
7: everything, Scott. Okay. I don't know. He, him I would love that don't. actually. If someone wants to has something that this has resonated with and Send us something in to jump off with, because I, it, mm-hmm. it really is, um, it's, it's tricky. It's, it's, it actually relates to a lot of the political thinking that is divergent among folks too, of just what th- repels someone and what doesn't, mm-hmm. what causes disgust in someone and what doesn't. And just humans really, you know, we're, we vary in how we experience these things, but we do react when something disgusts us or when something scares us or when, you know, and we're, we're maybe more tuned to different things. So I kind of throw one other thought. Yeah. I think so. I mean, this is my gig. Like, I can see you across the room and be like, that person's struggling. I can talk to you all day. <laughs> like, I am not afraid mm-hmm. of you. Yeah. Um, but what I do experience is, oh, no, if they start talking about it, it's going to be a bunch of my time. Right? Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't get to control my time if they bring it to me. Yeah, um, because I do know what this is about. I know how hard this is to to be, and they, I need to be, um, you know, empathetic and present. And I think sometimes people don't do that regularly in their life. They don't have a lot of practice being present with someone in pain. A lot of nurses and doctors do. A lot of therapists do. Right? Like we train in this. We 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 know how to sit with this stuff. Um, and I can imagine when you don't have a clue and there's a part of you that needs to fix things if someone brings you a problem, yeah. you can't fix it. It's incredibly dis- mm-hmm. uncomfortable. So someone's going to need my time. I don't have the answers. You know, you're, that, that is, though the person is like, I just need support. You're just going, I am not capable of any of that. So there's maybe a self-protection thing of like, I can't actually deal, you know, it must be their fault, something I because I can't do anything about it.
0: Sure, you know? All this said, I do think we're better than we've ever been. Like we still, we've got issues, but I think mental health awareness and how we deal with it and how we treat each other. I think that stuff exponentially better than it was when I was growing up. Like Mm -hmm. we're not even near where that was. So, you know, we're a rising road on this stuff, but there's always progress to be made.
7: Right. All you got to do is watch good news videos of kids being amazing that you're like, Oh, we're going to be fine. Yeah. Going
4: to mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I got, it's I know. One, go, and go join the kids. do-gooders uh, group. I got a good one. I'm putting in there later. Anyway, uh, there you go, Wendy, always uh, fun and, uh, Phil, yeah. weird not having you for so long, but
7: I know where, yeah, uh, like empty
0: where has my windy gone <laughs> only would have known about vegas and could have joined us yeah if the yeah, only I mean, I if could've. only your own brother had, had told you ahead of time so that you could have planned maybe to to come. Do you know
7: there. what i almost did this i almost emailed brian and just said i'm coming i want to surprise scott
0: <laughs> <laughs> that would have been amazing
7: and then it, i looked at the dates and i was like i don't have time to buy a ticket that's so money never mind yeah so I didn't
0: do it. <laughs> yeah people the flight enough. the flight's outrageous yeah. uh for that yeah. short yeah. amount of time but anyway, don't I'm worry glad you
7: guys got back safe and only three people
0: only it. three covids yeah and uh, and you know my thinking is that if things continue to go well on that front then uh we'll for sure do this again next year and then i will give you not only well ahead notice but Really well ahead notice. Okay. You
7: should, as well as maybe come out this direction.
0: Somewhere. I should come that direction what? sometime. But as yeah. Justin Robert totally. Young has said, uh, Scott only likes Vegas and Anaheim. That's the only two places he ever goes. So uh, and uh, and that place in uh,
1: Ohio that you
0: went. Oh, I liked Columbus. Yeah, Columbus was nice. Columbus. Yeah. I'm
7: telling you, there's more things like Columbus than you know. Oh, I know. You just need to leave. I
0: want more towns where the airport can be seen from my hotel in the middle of the city. Like I loved how small Columbus was because <laughs> I don't mean it's a small town. It's not, it's a city, but right. it felt right. like everything was just because we're so, the West is so spread. so spread. Yeah, And you go to other parts of, you know, early parts of the country, uh, older States or whatever. And, and you just see these like cities where it's still a city, but everybody can just get to everything. I love that. I thought that was so rad. Mm-hmm. Anyway, revelatory. We should, we should uh, Wendy, it. uh, have a, have a great week and tell Peter, thanks for all the video clips. I will. And uh, we'll see you next time.
7: All right. Now. Take care. Bye. Thanks, Bye. All
0: right. There she goes. Cool. That was a good one. Long one, but a good one. And uh, it was nice having the um, person in question in the chat.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for being
0: here. A.G. Yeah. I hope you're doing good. Uh, we, I think that was really um, cool that you, that you laid it all out like that. And I hope it was helpful uh, to hear some of that stuff today. Um, okay, we are going to get out of here. Before we do, a reminder to the folks at home that this show cannot subsist without your uh, help over at patreon.com slash TMS. So if you would like to support the show and have not done so already, even a buck a month would be helpful, and it's that easy to do, just head on over to uh patreon.com slash TMS and do that today. Some new shows today. Brian, you got a new Coverville coming up. Yeah, I do. Finally, after two weeks off for, for Vegas and other things,
1: uh, coming back strong with a show about Paul Heaton, who's turning 65. And you're like, Paul Heaton, I don't know that name. No, you probably don't. I don't. He's know the lead name. singer of a band called the House Martins back in the 80s, ah. uh, which morphed into the beautiful South. Um, and while those those band names maybe don't sound super familiar to you, the songs they made will be familiar to you. So check it out. House Martin's Beautiful South and Paul Heaton's Solo coming up on Coverville t- uh, uh, Twitch.tv slash Coverville at 1 p.m.
0: Mountain Time. I owned that, um, the st- people who... St-
1: grin themselves that's to it. death
0: the grin themselves yep. i had that album oh, that's, yeah
1: that is a great album yeah, yeah.
0: Real. i could never remember the name of it because it's so With weird uh, but,
1: happy um, hour and uh it was a great album. uh me and the farmer me I and think the was farmer on uh five get me something five get overexcited yes yep ah such a yes. good album it was a really good album, yeah. So, uh, covers of a couple of those songs you just mentioned going to yeah. be on the show today.
0: You're going to make me go back and listen to some old ladies' music. I aren't have you?
1: Nothing wrong with listening to the House Martins. They were they were a fun band, indeed. And one of their members went on to become <gasps> Fatboy Slim. No. Yes.
0: That's That's all I know. I love Fatboy Slim. A
1: long, long way together from the heart and the
0: yeah. All right. What did Carter say? Oh, I uh, love this chat. I love
1: this chat. Y'all make me Okay, feel I thought she was making a joke that. about
0: her dad, and I was going to give her a no, hard time.
1: No, no, but she, she easily could, and it would, it would and be she fine. She easily
0: could, and it would be fine. She's allowed, as like anybody else. Um, okay, so, uh, Core also tonight. I know I mentioned it earlier. Just real quick, again, a reminder, we do it live at 5 p.m. Mountain Time right here at frogpants.tv or twitch.tv slash frogpants, whichever you prefer. And uh it'll be me, John, and Bo breaking down well, this fine. week's news, talking about games we're playing I want to talk. I want to talk about uh, baking simulator.
1: Oh, good! Another another chorecore
0: game. <laughs> another chorecore game that I really you know, like.
1: Maybe that's what that's what uh, ArcLight, what a Rumble needs to be is like um, mowing Azeroth.
0: yeah, or uh... yeah, cooking <laughs> cooking for orcs or whatever. I, make <laughs> right, one of exactly, those games. Absolutely, yes. absolutely. I also uh, I think I'm going to finish the Gunk, and if you're like, what the hell is that? It's a really cool game that came out late last year that not enough people are playing. So we'll talk about that tonight. What was the
1: game you told me before, Vegas, that was really good on the Switch? Oh, uh,
0: uh, it's by the same people who make the gunk, which is why I'm playing the gunk. Um, It is uh, uh, SteamWorld Dig 2 is the game you want to get.
1: SteamWorld Dig 2. Okay, cool.
0: Don't worry about Dig 1. You don't need it to play Two. Two, One is fine, but 2 is such a leap forward. It's so good.
1: I might actually buy that before Coverville and play that instead of uh, Pokemon Arceus.
0: And it's so cheap, cheap it's like it is 20 bucks yeah it's cheap cheap yeah, totally worth it goes yeah. on sale all the time it's just a great what a, what a gem of a game that is anyway so that's tonight uh 5 p.m mountain and of course coverville today at 1 1 1 1 p.m why did i say 30 yep, no, i don't know i don't know i'll compu- still be playing at 1 so, 30 yeah you know. so who knows yeah. what i'm saying uh that's it thanks everybody for being here go to frogpants.com slash tms for all your tms needs let's get out of here with a song and once again brian has one
1: uh yeah, this one's going out to a guy who's always in our chat room, resident uh uh resident Tadpooler James uh Karen Grammer. I don't know what his real middle <laughs> name is, but I'm going to say it's Karen cuz it's K. Uh JK Grammar says, "For my 50th birthday this May 5th, could the Modoc Loving Covermeister play me a cover of Forever Young by Alphaville? It's such a great cheesy 80s song. I'd like to dedicate it to my wonderful girlfriend Sarah. It's kind of become our song, is it?" was one of the clues when we played song pop party the night we first met i love you sarah oh and much love to scott and brian and the entire tadpool and a caveman
0: oh that's all nice hold on so we do this twice
3: I would say to
0: you. so we do that Fifties is a big one dude welcome to the club and um exactly. uh, happy to have you here you're a super nice guy and i love i love alphaville so you're speaking my language and then this is me killing time while i try to find that other clip what was it now i forgot what he wanted it's,
1: uh, i don't know uh, oh and a caveman
0: and a caveman oh shit do I not have that handy hold on oh for a 50th birthday I gotta get it oh hold on cave man here we go and a cave man not a cave man well that was a lot of work There we I go got it. well
1: done right. so it it it, uh, it 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 satisfied all the anticipation for
0: sure <laughs>
1: good uh, uh I love now that everybody's calling him Karen James Karen grammar
0: yep <laughs> it's it's now the law. It's the law of the land now. That's so. right.
1: Love you, man. All right. So, how about a cover of uh Forever Young? Listen, uh a buddy of mine, my, one of my former roommates in college got me into Alpha as well and I bought all their albums and still buy them. Like they're still putting out music. Yeah. Um and and they kind of did the aha thing where yeah, that album we all know uh which was called Forever Young uh and The Afternoons in Utopia, which was the um the follow-up Uh, both were like super poppy but the stuff they've been putting out more recently is way more mature sounding and adult It's really really good uh all right how about this cover by scary pockets you know scary pockets it's the other band formed by jack conti besides pomplamoose this is from their best of 2019 album which came out in 2020 which makes sense wouldn't come out before here's scary pockets featuring madison cunningham and forever young
8: the
0: of the frog pants network frog pants network get more shows like this at frogpants.com
1: yep